This is the White Law PLLC Tellgate Show on Lansing's Big Talker, 1240 WJIL and Classic Rock 94.9 MMQ. Brought to you by White Law PLLC, Shaheen Chevrolet, Price Wright Auto and RV, Blue Moon Belgian White. On Lansing's Big Talker, 1240 WJIM, Lansing. Lan- this is the White Law PLLC Telgate Show. On Lansing's Big Talker, 1240 WJIM, Classic Rock, 94.9 MMQ. And special game day edition of The Game, 7.30 AM. Today's broadcast is brought to you by White Law PLLC, Shaheen Chevrolet, Price Wright Auto and RV, Blue Moon Belgian White, the official craft beer of MSU Athletics, and MSU Healthcare. And now, let's talk to the Dean of Sports, Tim Stout, Offensive-minded host, Beanie Howell. And a special guest appearance from David, the Mad Dog DeMarco. From the Price Right Auto and RV Studios. Welcome back to the White Law PLLC Tailgate Show, special homecoming edition on 1240 WJIM Lansing's Big Talker, Classic Rock 94.9 MMQ, and the game 7.30 a.m. live from the Price Right RV Mobile Studio at the southwest corner of Spartan Stadium. Also brought to you by Blue Moon Belgian White, Dart Bank Mortgage Joe Sambear, Ameriprise Financial Craig Stiles, DBI We Do Office, High Caliber Carding and Entertainment, the Student Bookstore, The Nut House, Gazelle Wealth Management, and Shaheen Chevrolet and Cadillac. And speaking of Shaheen Chevrolet and Cadillac, we're joined now by Ralph Shaheen from Shaheen Chevrolet and Cadillac, as well as Jason Cords. Guys, thanks for being here, and thanks for your support all year on the Tailgate Show, first and foremost. Well, thanks for the invitation. We're so happy to be here. Absolutely. Um, I think everybody knows Shaheen Chevrolet. Everyone in this area, anyone listening to this knows, and we've seen the commercials. And you guys are big football guys, right? We love it. Uh, we've been here. We've been doing this for 50 years, coming to the tailgates and the games. And uh, it's just been an honor and a privilege and a lot of fun besides. Uh, I've long said I would love to have the airtime these two guys get. They're the most well-known faces in town because they are on every program, every yeah. show. You got because they got Cadillacs to sell. They have used cars to sell. They all have all kinds of deals. I told uh, Jason I was just in the service bay the other day getting the oil changed, and I mean it was like a, it was like a, an assembly line making cars, getting them through there. That campus is beautiful. Thank you, Tim. We appreciate. I don't that. know who designed that. Did you design me? Of course. That? Did you design absolutely? I mean, you know, when you got two dealerships plus the service bay plus all the used car areas, it's, it, it makes Channel 10 look nicer than maybe it otherwise would have looked. Now, <laughs> we love Channel 10 as our neighbor. You guys are great. And uh, it's just been a pleasure being affiliated with you. But your whole uh, life has been around this area and following Michigan State in a variety of different ways, supporting the university. Fair to say? Well, I graduated from Michigan State in a long time ago. 1972, and uh, it, I, it's just been wonderful to be able to be able to stay here, support the university, go to the events, uh, not just sporting events, but the Wharton Center and a lot of other things, and uh, it's just been wonderful. And how long have you and Jason been together, and how did that relationship to begin in the first place? And by the way, he's got a microphone here. Jason just got to turn it around. That thing looks like it was made in 1850, but we value it greatly. So Jay- you go, you got Jason that. and I have been together for 23 years. Uh, he's like my son. 
I wish he had a mustache, though. You know, exactly. that'd be the only thing. We'd talk him into growing a mustache. Well, a lot has happened in automotive in 23 <laughs> years, hasn't it? It sure has. A lot it has sure happened has. in automotive. You no, know, it's it's been a, it's a it, it's been a it's been a real transition here. You know, we were looking at a lot of electric, uh, hybrids, and different things, and um, it's just it's evolving. Are you from this area, Jace? We, oh, hey, take time. Hold on, put this one on. Is that the antique one we only give to Mad Dog? That's the only one we give it to him and nobody else, you know, the whole deal. Uh, but there's just so much change in automotive almost every single day. But it looks like cars are selling and people are buying. And in the last year, there was such a dearth of used cars. But when I look at your lot, I see used cars coming and going over there all the time. Well, we turn them real fast. Uh we have a saying, you know, you get a better used car because you get a better you get a better used car deal because you get a better used car, and we recondition all our cars and try to make them the very best we can. Yeah, uh, well, Jason, are, are you? I'm live, Tim. So. Are you from this area? I grew up in Corona. Uh, That's actually from this area. Lived in Owasso, moved over here twenty some years ago, and I live in Langsburg now. And kids went to Langsburg, and it's just been a great venture with Ralph and. Just very proud we're creeping up on the whole Shaheen Auto Group has almost 500 employees. So When I heard that, I couldn't believe that. Because yeah. I heard Ralph say that one day when you were in on the radio, when you were in, you know, doing some new commercials or whatever, and I said they've got 500 employees. Has labor been an issue after COVID or not? Well, it's always been an issue. Uh, you know, we're very picky on who we select to be on our team. And so, you know, we do a lot of screening and that kind of thing. So it, it's, uh, it, it, we have a level that we don't we want to keep, and so many are called, but few are chosen. So, Jason, does your responsibility include Cadillac besides Chevrolet? Is it both, not just one? Yeah, it's the whole campus, and uh, we also have a, uh, a northern parts location up in Freeland. That uh, we've got roughly 23 employees up there, but ultimately, it's our whole campus plus yeah. MLK with our reconditioning. We've got such a large body shop and wholesale parts division, and we have taken the number one position in Michigan for for GM parts. So, Are you still yeah. playing hockey? Yes, sir. Play uh, Sundays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. Did you go last night? I was out of town last night, went to uh, South Dakota on a little bird hunt. So really? Didn't get back in time for that. Have you seen Mun Arena since it's been redone? I absolutely have. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. So you've been playing hockey for... Almost your I started time. when I was 35 years Ron old. Ron Mason got you into it. Ron got me. Ron and I were real good buddies, and one day I asked him if I could try this, and he said, "Sure, come on in. We'll get you equipment and try this." And first day out, I was skating with a kid named Mitch Messier, and fell and broke my collarbone. So, Chase, do you like <laughs> hockey the way he does? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> so. The- so here's the funny part of this. So last night, I said, Rick Conley's a pretty good friend, and he was in town last night with the team from 2007. It was their 15th anniversary. So we hadn't seen it. You know, he's the athletic director at Northern Michigan University now. I didn't know that. They That's hired him. him. They, they lost their guy to Duluth, and he's at some cherry festival this summer with his wife, and the phone rings. And it's Northern Michigan. Would you be interested in being interim athletic director? And he never asked another word. He said, yeah, put me down for it. I'll be there Monday. And that was the end of the – he didn't know any deals. Well, now it's a three-year commitment. Okay, so anyway, so he's in with his family last night. So we sat in one of the booths and watched the game last night. So I asked him, I said, what do you think of Monterina? But the classic is that those three bronze busts in there, 
He's right. They really, in our opinion, don't look like Ron Mason. No. Don't look like, uh, uh, you know, they don't look like Rick. And, and the other one, I can't even tell whether that's Amo or who the third one is at all. I don't know who, who does those, but even if you go into the Breslin, to the Hall of Fame in Breslin, the, the wax statue of Tom does not look like Tom. It does not look like Tom. And it started with the statue of Irvin. Because Irvin, I, I don't know who that's Okay, Tom to be. and Irvin don't look alike. No, I'm they don't. Saying. But the statue outside <laughs> Breslau of Irvin, when that was first no, put in, you know, the, the, and, and then they pulled the sheet off, I always looked at Irvin's expression because I don't think he thought that looked like him either. No. It's a nice gesture. You know, it's a nice gesture. But anyway. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think it does look like Morgan Freeman. And I've heard that before. So at any rate, uh, so what? What's around the corner for Shaheen Chevy Cadillac? Around the corner in 2023, what are you thinking about? Well, first of all, uh, on Wednesday we're having a uh, grand opening lyric reveal. We've got a new lyric going to be at the dealership. We're sending out invitations to people to come in and see the new lyric, um, and that'll be very a lot of fun. And then we're doing because of COVID that we couldn't do a grand opening when we opened up the Cadillac facility. And now we're going to have a little celebration of the new facility. Good for you. Is that for the public? I mean, is that anybody to stop by? It's by invitation. But if you need an invitation, you want to come, give us a call. All right. We'll be happy to get you on the list. And, Jace, one uh, other thing. Jace Jace just said you got a couple of new Corvettes in this. I knew if anything was going to be delivered in town, it's being delivered to Shaheen Chevy Cadillac. (laughs) And his wife's got the white one. And I saw a couple of white ones in town. I think that's the most spectacular Corvette they've ever built. It's a beautiful car, Tim. And I'll tell you, not only is it good looking, but it's such a great driving car. And it's been probably... 30 years since I've had a Corvette, and to, to be able to drive one for a little while and just experience it, to be able to sell them and talk about it, it's just been such a pleasure. And, and, and those guys who bought them only had to wait three months to get them out of Kentucky, right? Yeah, it's depending on what options you get on it. Right. But ultimately, if, you, if you're looking for a 70th anniversary or a Z06, they're very tough to get. But run-of-the-mill... 2LT, 3LT. Well, I call the guys, and if you need anything, say, guys, thanks for stopping. Like Beanie said, the support for everything you guys do in town is magnificent, and I can only speak for the company, both of them. Thank you a great deal. Thanks for stopping. Thank you, Tim. Thanks, Tim. You both look good. Have another 23 good years together and all that good stuff. There you go. I'm sure we will. Thank you very much. I'm glad you guys all get along with each other and all that. All right. Very good. All right. Thank you, Tim. All right, guys. Thank you so much for stopping by. What else we got? Do you have the latest? You got scores there at all? If you got scores at all, uh, throw ahead because the last I saw, Michigan was six to nothing. Yeah, let's do let's do a few scores right before. Good idea, Tim. All right, do because I yeah in Ann Arbor. Thanks, JC. Later. We're about halfway through the second quarter. Number five, Michigan leads Penn State six to nothing. A couple of field goals. Uh, Elsewhere around the country, we will go to Ole Miss. Where are the Rebels, number nine Rebels, are up 21 to nothing over I, Auburn. I think they're good. They are good. They play Alabama next week. Oh, I mean, in the SEC this year, there's about five or six of those teams that are, I think are really, really good. One and more o- before we get out. So I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, that's you're good. Last one before we get out for this break. Number 24, Illinois. Maybe the surprise of the year in the Big Ten. Has a three-point lead over Minnesota and Champaign-Urbana, 10-7, to 7, about eight minutes till halftime there. Now, I've got Minnesota winning that game after a bye week last week. But you remember, now Michigan State's got to go to Illinois the week after the Michigan game, three weeks from today. 
So, I mean, it's Wisconsin today, bye week for both Michigan and Michigan State next week. Then State goes to Illinois November 5th. This is the last home game for four weeks. There are only two left after today. That's right. So bring them luck today because they got Rutgers and Indiana coming in. And if you think tickets might be available today, they might be available for those two as well. You, who knows what it will be like four weeks from today around here. You're uh, listening to the White Law PLLC Tailgate Show on 1240 WJIM, Lansing's Big Talker, Classic Rock 94.9 MMQ, and the game 7.30 a.m. Back after these words. Do you want solar? This is the White Law PLLC Tailgate Show on Lansing's Big Talker, 1240 WJIM. Lansing. Lansing's Classic Rock, 94.9 WMMQFM, East Lansing. Game, 7.30 a.m. WVFM, East Lansing. Town Square Media Stations. The Student Bookstore is... The 1240 WJIM Traffic Center, driven by Shaheen Chevrolet and Cadillac. Relax and enjoy the Shaheen difference. Taking a look at your traffic right now, things are looking pretty good right now. A little bit slower than normal coming in from the west side, 496, uh, going eastbound between Waverly Road and Martin Luther King Boulevard. That's where that road closure begins and will last for another three or four weeks or so. The uh, interchange at 496 and 127, uh, 496 westbound at 127 northbound, that's very slow. Uh, at this time. If you're coming in from the east, Grand River Avenue between Mohawk Road and Cornell Road in Okemos, right by Meridian Mall, single lane closure. That's for another couple of weeks. And just west of there, Okemos Road is uh, still closed at Grand River. That's due to construction. That's for another couple of weeks. Take the posted detours in both instances. Right now, mostly sunny skies. Uh, well, partly sunny skies, 46 degrees. It's going to be mostly sunny and getting to the low 50s when we get to game time. Winds out of the west. 16 miles an hour, gusting as high as 25 miles an hour. That's your game day uh, travel update, and it's brought to you by Shaheen Chevrolet and Cadillac. Relax and enjoy the Shaheen difference. This is the White Law PLLC Tailgate Show on Lansing's Big Talker, 1240 WJIM, Classic Rock, 94.9 MMQ, and special game day edition of The Game, 7.30 a.m. Today's broadcast is brought to you by White Law PLLC, Shaheen Chevrolet, Price Wright Auto and RV, Blue Moon Belgian White, the official craft beer of MSU Athletics, and MSU Healthcare. Now, let's talk to the Dean of Sports, Tim Stout, offensive-minded host, Beanie Howell, and a special guest appearance from David, the Mad Dog DeMarco, from the Price Right Auto and RV Studios. Welcome back to the White Law PLLC Tailgate Show, a special homecoming edition here at the southwest corner of Spartan Stadium, the Price Right RV Mobile Studios, also brought to you by Blue Moon Belgian White, Shaheen Chevrolet and Cadillac, MSU Healthcare Sports Medicine. Doubting Industries, Shoepan and Sons Recycling Industrial Services, Gravity Smokehouse, and MSU Federal Credit Union. Well, uh, Dave DeMarco is here back for uh, back by popular demand. Thanks for being here, Dave. It's good You're to welcome. See you. Hear your I, voice again. Uh, we love our sponsors. Always love our sponsors. Want to thank them for their loyalty and their just being good business people and we re- we wouldn't be here uh, if it wasn't for our sponsors chris solari is here and chris uh you've been covering michigan state athletics for quite some time lansing state journal detroit free press uh you graduated michigan state you've been all over the place uh so 
in a nutshell, with the injuries and the way things are going into this homecoming game, your thoughts? Boy, that's a that's a tough question. It is a very tough question. I, I think the injuries. You know, you can't look at this team and and look down the middle of that defense with the injuries to Darius Snow and Xavier Henderson and and Jacob Slade. I mean, those are two of the three best or three of the best players on that team. And, and Snow, in particular, was a guy I thought would correct a lot of the the pass defense problems by moving into linebacker and, and giving coverage and speed and space. And then you lose him halfway through the first game. Um, they don't really have another Darius Snow on that roster. Um, so it's been a lot of mixing and matching. The, the back end, I mean, the, the injury last week to Jaden Mangum, he looked like he was coming on as a, a potential player. Uh, now you're going to go into this game most likely uh, against Wisconsin with two guys who have made an impact in Justin White and Kendall Brooks, but also two guys who arrived in 2020 via the transfer portal from Division II schools. That's, and that's, I mean, that's a... What you look at in college football now—that's a leap of essentially like three jumps. You got the football, you got Division Two, then the football championship subdivision, then the Group of Five, and now you're playing yeah. the back end of the Power Five conference in the secondary. I mean, that's—you know—credit those guys because I think White's got a lot of speed, and I think Brooks has shown the ability to hit, mm-hmm. um, and and they've earned their time. But they also coming into camp were guys that were second, third stringers. Hey, let me ask you about that. Maybe we can get a little uh, Detroit Free Press breaking news here. Because last week, two guys that they've been missing since either week one or week two dressed but didn't play in Xavier Henderson, the team leader in safety, and also Jacob Slade, who's one of the best defensive tackles Mm -hmm. in this league. Are they going to go today? I don't know. And, you know, I think it's something to keep in mind about that is that's likely the last home game that those guys had against their home state team. They're both Ohio guys. Yeah. Um, and, you know, watching them kind of, you could tell they were significantly limited even going through the stuff last week. Um, but I know Mel Tucker has said they've been progressing. So, you know, I guess it's, you know, what they need is to see if they can go. I think that's probably the biggest thing. You know, and if you see them out there on the field, maybe they don't start, but maybe they're getting to the point where, where they're able to take some snaps and kind of work back into it. You also have the bye week coming up next week, so do you really want to try and get them, you know, if they're not 100%, do you want to put Wait. them in harm's way? Good point. I, I want to We're, ask him, I want, not to cut in, I want to ask him offensively. I mean, defensively, we know the situation. You know, there's no getting around. Mel Tucker's taking a lot of high octane for all this stuff. But guys are injured, but other, you know, it's the guys that they brought in. What about Peyton Thorne? Your thoughts on and his play this season if he's hurt if he's played hurt the offensive line he's got some good cheese in the nil uh i i don't think he throws the football as good as i thought well as he i thought he would noah kim is another guy you and i talked about him when uh ralph was on so just talk about this quarterback situation a guy that can really take over can thorn can he bounce back in a game like this today? Well, it, this is one of those situations where you look at it and it's wholly dependent on what the offensive line does, sure. right? I mean, there is no run game at this point. So all the things that you watched last year with the flea flickers that worked and Thorne getting out on the move in RPOs, that's all. that was all predicated on having Kenneth Walker doing a lot of the things that he did. Now, Thorne takes a big shot in the Western game, and I, I asked him about this this week, and this is how it came out. I said, you haven't been running as much, and are you trying to pick and choose it? Are, you, are the lanes not there? And that's when he said he was, he was hurt, and he wasn't getting the, didn't have the speed to the edge, didn't have the same mobility that, that he's had a year ago. 
um, which, again, when you're already struggling to run, that changes the dynamic as well because defenses can just basically tee up, sit and wait. And you saw that in the Akron game. Right. A couple times where they just brought delayed blitzes, and particularly when they tried the flea flicker um, at the beginning of the second half. And that was another shot that he took to the ribs. It ended up being an interception, but, you know, that was, I mean, that had to, you're in that position. You've got to try and throw the ball downfield there. Um, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's got to go back to the offensive line now. You've got to get a, a push up front. You've got to be able, because you've been sacked eight times in this losing seat. And if you've already been banged up since week one and you're getting hit eight times, four times last week, it's going to be dangerous. And the, the Noah Kim situation is one that I think people are looking at the numbers and not necessarily looking at what's happening there. Because Kim's come in at the end of the third quarter, pretty much fourth quarter. Games have been out of hand. Uh, right. The opponents have played their second and third no, string. No, no, that, that's a good point. The opponents have played their second and third string defenses and playing soft coverage. But more importantly, MSU's still rolling their number one offensive line out right. there with him. So it's not like he's going twos. and it, it, You're seeing the number one offensive line against the number twos and threes. But he has two. a cool tattoo sleeve. Hey, listen, he's, he's played you know well. How, you know how he got here, Brandon. You know how uh, Kim got here, right? You know why and how he played brother? for D'Antonio's uh, brother in high school in what? Virginia, and he was going go oh, to go to – he was all set to go to – His high school. He knew him too. Yeah, he was, school, yeah, yeah, he did. He was all set to go to Tech, and then he transferred – or not transferred, he changed his commitment yeah. here. You, you make a good point, though, about the second string, third string, other teams, but still – you know, it, it still all comes. I mean, again. And what know, about the run game? But that's but that's the thing is Noah Kim sitting there and has clean pockets and plenty of time to throw because you've got your number one offensive line. They've only gone six deep on the offensive line. Brandon Baldwin got the first start at left tackle, but has been out of the rotation. So they, the only guy that's come off the bench is Brian Green. So let me ask you back this: the Washington why? State transfer, yeah, why? Who, why, who why? they brought in from the portal? Who you know, Matt Carrick has been starting ahead of him. So let me ask you the soul. Their success a lot last year, everybody said this, whether you're media, non-media, alumnus, former player, it was a Kenneth Walker, the third. I mean, he, what he, the magnitude he brought to this team of his uh, excellence uh, as, as a runner, did he make other people look good? Did he, other people play harder because he was there? Do you think that that is something uh, that is... Uh, fictitious, or is there well, a lot to that? Brandon, we've talked about this. I mean, Kenneth Walker, by week two or three, had nine sets of eyes in the defense on him a year ago, which, again, that's less eyes on Jaden Reed, less eyes on right. Jalen Naylor, less eyes on Peyton Thorne and Mosley. everybody else. Mosley. Mosley's had a, a, a pretty solid year last year and this year. I think he's been, you know, he's... I like him a lot. But, but you take that out now, and where do those nine sets of eyes go? Uh, because the they're not going, they're, but they're not going on the running backs because Berger and Broussard have struggled. Yeah, partly them, partly the offensive line. Um, it, you know, it, now it's all on Thorne. So you've got seven, eight sets of eyes on Thorne. Yeah. So you, you're you've got obviously he's he becomes the focus of the team. So there's, I mean, when Mel Tucker talks about complementary football, a, a year ago Kenneth Walker allowed everybody else to do what they were doing because so much was focused on him. You take that out now, and you're not seeing that. You're not seeing the blocking. You're not seeing the game, yards in the run game. And, you know, it, that, that's, it's, it's one of the, the more interesting stats. So they're in a four-game losing streak. And uh, the last four games, um, 
in, on 47 carries, Berger and Broussard have combined for 131 yards. Yeah, he's. Why does the Collins? What, what, I said this Collins, to the, I, Collins what's the is Collins running well. What's, what's the situation um, with him? We don't know because we've asked multiple times about what does it. He it say? seemed like it was pointing towards him getting more carries. Yeah, he did the Ohio State say that. Game, and he, he didn't. Now, some of that was the fact that they were behind pretty mm-hmm. big early and they had to throw the ball and. I think that's a big part of this, where the run game is as well, is yes. they, they're getting behind because of the defense, which is also because the offense isn't sustaining driving I'm the so run game. I'm so glad you said that. All things just 14, conspire. 13, it's, Penn State. It's the uh, opposite of complementary football. It's whatever the opposite is because, you know, we've spent so much time on the defense, yeah. but also the offense has really hurt the defense going three and out. They're bottom yeah. third of the that's country exactly in time right. of possession. That defense isn't good enough to be on the field for 40 minutes. Like Tim said, that's yeah. why the punter's the best and, punter in the country. He's the on the field more I than think anybody. That's the thing you're going right. to see here with, with what Wisconsin's going to try to do. They use, they've got the bodies up front. They've got the run game in Braylon Allen. All you got to do is watch the blueprint of what Minnesota did. Yeah. Minnesota just ground them to a pulp. It was 42 to minutes of, of possession time. Let's talk about that real quick. Chris Solari, Detroit Free Press beat writer covering Michigan State. You all know him. So... One thing that really jumped out at me in that game, and I know it did for you too, was when Jacoby Whitman said afterwards, oh, they came out throwing the ball, Minnesota did. We weren't really prepared for that. We weren't expecting that. So, obviously, you know, we've talked the talent issue in this team. But I just feel like it shouldn't be this bad, right? Like, the coaches are not doing a great job, especially when the players are coming out saying, we didn't expect them to throw on us, even though we're the worst passing defense over the last season and a half. He wasn't the only defensive player that said that. So what, what the hell's going on? Good question. I mean, you know, there comes a time, and I think you know, Mel Tucker's been asked about his coaches. He's been asked about, you know, he's steadfast behind them. I, I think that's, you know, he's he's standing behind the scheme. Is basically what it is. We it, it without saying it between the lines, it's we need the players to run the scheme that we're going to run. But right, you know, I, I, the story I wrote today in the Free Press: sixty-nine percent of the players on the roster is one hundred ten guys. Sixty-nine point one percent are Mel Tucker's guys. I mean, you know, it, and now that's it, – it, and it goes to the question, did D'Antonio leave the cupboard bare? Is it – you know, I think some of it's that. Some I of agree. It's, some of it's there's been misses in the transfer portal. Some of it's For just sure. – some of it is what exactly is the transfer portal. It's not meant to be plucking Kenneth Walkers off every year. Right. It's meant to have deaf guys. It's meant to have the Kendall Brooks and Justin Whites to give you deeper back ends of, the, of your, your depth chart. But now with that, they're being forced into it. I mean, it – you know, but to say that it's it's you know all the Antonio's guys. I mean, it, you know, I think there's 30. Uh, I mean, let me find the number here because I I did it a deep dive. 34 D'Antonio players left, and uh, Tucker's got 53 high school or junior college players and 23 college transfers on the roster. So that's you know 76 guys of the 110 are. Our guys that Mel Tucker brought but, in, but something else but, though, like we got to talk younger guys. I mean, you know, I, I think it's interesting on the offensive line. You know, you look at guys like Kevin Jarvis and JD Duplain. With, with more established offensive lines, they came in and played as true freshmen and redshirt freshmen. Yeah. Um, we haven't seen that from the guys that Mel Tucker has brought in the past two years in that offensive line. But that's how it's supposed to be. You don't want an offensive lineman recruit playing until his third year on campus at earliest. And that's the point I was going to get to. Yes and no. I mean, if they've got the talent to play, though, you can't keep them off the field. I mean, you saw it with Jarvis early in his career. Now, Jarvis was an interesting case because he had to bounce around so much because of injuries everywhere else, and then he got hurt. But when he came onto campus, he was starting almost right away. Yeah. 
But I mean, that's a guy, by the way, that they miss this year. If he if he doesn't leave, there are two guys I think that this team really missed that left. Jarvis in go, going pro, he had another year of eligibility yes. left, and Michael Dowell, who, yeah. oh, who right. quietly yeah. could have, he's down at Miami of Ohio. Um, those are two veteran, experienced guys that they could have used in, in key positions that you're seeing injuries and ineffectiveness right now. But it takes time. Like you're mentioning, like what almost seventy percent of the roster is Tucker guys, but those guys are all in their second, maybe third year, and that first class was done over Zoom. Yeah, but twenty three of those guys are guys that have played multiple years of college football. See, the thing is, I, I, everything you guys said is all factual. But the bottom line is, you're a fan, you're a season ticket holder. You want to see results. Yeah, okay? absolutely. That's it. Okay, I, I don't need. I, to go I think in. Tucker knows that. Tucker absolutely. Knows I, if that he too. doesn't, he does. He's been around football, college football, pro football, his interim. He knows that. Okay, he's a young coach still, but he knows after what you know, outside influences with monetary means have helped him and his family. He knows that right now he's on the hot seat. I, I wouldn't say that. I don't either. mean to get I let think, go, but I mean I, as far yeah. as for criticism, well, I, sure, yes, on a hot I'll seat. give you that. And okay. I, I think that I think that last year's success maybe didn't help that for sure. Um, oh, no, for sure did. You know, again, I mean, like I said, you don't go into the portal expecting to get a kind of Walker, but when you do, <laughs> I mean, it it skews the perspective. It, it a expedited bit. expectations. I mean, sixteen hundred thirty-six yards and more than eleven hundred of those were after first contact. I got one more stat, though, I want to throw in front of you. Because we've done a good job going back and forth with all these stats. This one was from the Minnesota game that we talked about. Of all of the players that Michigan State played in that game for a significant time, and I'm talking about before the Noah Kim touchdown drive, of all those players State put on the field on both sides and special team, only one was a consensus top 500 recruit out of high school. Keanu That's Coleman. a problem. Keon Coleman, right. Yeah. That's an issue, man. And he's a two-way that, pl- He's a uh, basketball player, too. Yeah, that shouldn't happen. When your coach is getting paid that much, but again, it's not all his fault. He's, he hasn't had enough time to bring these players through the program, but it shouldn't happen in a Big Ten program. Period. Yeah. So you want some more breakdown? I did. I went through the the guys who played last week. Um, you know, fifty eight guys played in the Ohio State game. Thirty five were Tucker guys. Nineteen recruited players. Sixteen transfers, and twenty three were D'Antonio. Twenty one of his recruits, and two of them were transfers. But Here's what you also have to know. D'Antonio's last couple classes that we've talked about between 2018 and 2020, do you know how many of those guys are left? 82 high school prospects that he signed in his final three classes, only 24 guys are left. No, I can- yeah, because they're all in the MAC, and that was the issue. But that's still depth. The starting quarterback transfers, and he can't get a sniff from a Power 5 school. He has to go to Northern that's Illinois. Still, that's still depth. It's yeah, still, but that guy, it's still, that's tr- sure. You, I don't, don't, you, don't, you don't even want to go and into that area. And I do, Dave. The one thing that Not has, with that quarterback. You know what no one talks about? You know what no one ever talks about with the portal? Is the bond that college guys build from day one well, when I they mean, arrive well, on campus and everything else that comes with the, the trials and tribulations of being on a team. When you're bringing guys in and interspersing them, how does that affect sure. that what they love to call a brotherhood and bond that's built. I mean, it, it becomes mercenaries that are coming in that you get to know a little bit, but not the same effect. So what the hell? The coach are mercenaries. It, it, it is. I'm telling you, it's a fascinating, real time watch at a lot of the well, things I mean, that look are at going the por- on. And, with and the Taylor portal. say this too. Look at the portal yeah. and how it's been advantageous to save it. Okay, Ohio State's yeah. wide receiver. He ends up getting hurt in the championship game with the Lions. He comes from a great program. Goes to a great program. Uh, Tyler Harrell, he leaves uh, uh, Georgia and goes to Alabama. 
Gibbs leaves it Georgia help, Tech. helps when you have the high school depth that you've already built. No, no, and, and what he does is he has five Gulfstream Jets yep. go out every Friday yeah. night. <laughs> and, that, and they see, and that's why <laughs> you look at and look at what's going on here. They just don't have the. They don't have resources. Right. I, I yeah. also aren't Noah's arc of <laughs> college football talent here. He's got two of everything. Maybe four of everything. I, I, oh, he's got I have a friend who lives in Georgia, and last night there, there was a game between two teams that had about twenty-five different oh, Division One prospects. They said coaches were helicoptering. Well, in yeah, for the, it. Kennesaw, Marietta, yeah. uh, Ackworth, those areas out of Atlanta. Then you have the Dayton Broward area in Florida. Listen, there's players out there. You oh, just got players you everywhere. Got, you, you, and the thing is, if a guy leaves Alabama, he's leaving Alabama because he's not wanted in Alabama. That doesn't mean he's a great football player. But he listen, he combed it. He hit. A, he got a golden nugget with Walker because yeah. Walker left under good uh, situation in, in mm-hmm. Wake Forest. They loved him there. But he wanted to be like Lorenzo White right. and get yeah. the football like he did, and he did. And we got to leave it there, All Chris. Right. All right. Thanks for Thanks, being Chris. here. All right, boys. Dave, okay. hang on, you, Dave. I, I think Dave wants to do the offensive keys right we now. We can do that. Right Absolutely. before we get out for a break. Here's Mad Dog. Hang on, hang on. Back hang by on. popular demand. I have to. I have this pretty much skated down. Chris, it was great seeing you. Tell your family we said hello. All right, let me get this all set up. All right. All right, three, two, one. These are your offensive keys for today's ball game between the MSU Spartans and the Whiskey Badgers. Your old keys are brought to you by our friends at White Law PLC. I see Jamie White is here. He was here at White Law PLC. They use a team approach to solve their clients' legal issues. Call Jamie White and White Law PLC at 517-316-1195-2595 Jolly Road Suite 340 in Okemos, Michigan. These are your offensive keys. Score more points. How about that? That'd be nice. Because obviously MSU has struggled in that area offensively. This season has been an enigma, to say the least, for Mel Tucker and the MSU Spartans. I really believe MSU will give their best effort offensively today. So, this is the way today's homecoming ball game shapes up. Peyton Thorne has struggled all season long. If he does, pull him. And put in Kim. you got to give him a chance. Thorne should go to his good friend, Jaden Reed, and go deep and utilize Reed, Mosley, and anyone else that can catch the football and score. The running game has smelled all season long. Give Collins a true shot. They haven't figured out who is that guy with Kenneth Walker at third now in the NFL. Berger, Broussard haven't been effective. The O-line is marginal at best. I really believe homecoming can make a difference. But again, their homecoming dog, offensively, they have to get the Whiskey Badgers early. Those are your offensive keys by White Law. And this is the White Law PLLC Tailgate Show. Back after these words from our sponsors. Shaheen Chevrolet. All 40 WJIM Traffic Center. Driven by Shaheen Chevrolet and Cadillac. Relax and enjoy the Shaheen difference. Taking a look at your traffic once again, 496 eastbound uh, between uh, the uh, Waverly Road exit and Martin Luther King. That's a bit slower than normal right now. That road closure is continuing between MLK and Penn for another few weeks or so. That's really the only one that's out there. But if you're coming in from the east, watch out on uh, Grand River Avenue right by Meridian Mall, Mo- uh, Mohawk Road and Cornell Road. That is, uh, they've got a single lane closure due to construction for another couple of weeks. And just west of there, it's uh, Okemos Road. Uh, that's uh, both directions at Grand River. That's closed for another few weeks. Take the posted detours in the area. 
Uh, taking a look at your weather, sun trying to peak through uh, right now, 48 degrees. It's going to be mostly sunny, high temperature in the low 50s, but it's going to be windy. Winds out of the west, 16 miles an hour, gusting as high as 25 miles, miles an hour. So that will likely affect the game today. That's your travel update, and it's brought to you by Shaheen Chevrolet and Cadillac. Relax and enjoy the Shaheen difference. This is the White Law PLLC Tailgate Show on Lansing's Big Talker, 1240 WJIM, Classic Rock, 94.9 MMQ, and special game day edition of The Game, 7.30 a.m. Today's broadcast is brought to you by White Law PLLC, Shaheen Chevrolet, Price Wright Auto and RV, Blue Moon Belgian White, the official craft beer of MSU Athletics, and MSU Healthcare. Now, let's talk to the Dean of Sports, Tim Stout, offensive-minded host. And a special guest appearance from David, the Mad Dog DeMarco, from the Price Right Auto and RV Studios. Welcome back to the White Law PLLC Tailgate Show. You know, we have a ton of great sponsors here on the Tailgate Show, and one of them is MSU Healthcare. And being uh, October and Breast Cancer, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, we're so happy to have with us today Colleen Hoffman from MSU Healthcare. She's the radiology administrator. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How about you? Great as well. And thanks for being here and for the, the support of, uh, and we appreciate the support of the of MSU Healthcare this football season here on the Tailgate Show. So with it being October, uh, a great time to, to talk about this, especially with MSU um, Michigan State University's new joint venture with the McLaren Hospital on Collins Road, just south of campus and all that, Uh, the Breast Imaging Center there. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So um, talk started about three years ago for us to bring uh, what McLaren does best with breast imaging and what MSU did best with breast imaging and put it all under one roof. So we've joined forces for the Breast Imaging Center. We're located in the Outpatient Care Center, which is just north of the hospital. So we're not in the hospital proper. And we're on the third floor, and we're thrilled to be there. And we're thrilled to have you there. What another great asset for the community, courtesy of MSU and McLaren. Uh, Obviously, a great new asset, the Breast Cancer Imaging Center at the new McLaren Hospital working with MSU. But that's not all there is, right? There's more on the way. There is. If anybody driving by the hospital or who's been out that way will notice on the south side there's construction going up. That is going to be a medical service building where we're going to have a all-inclusive imaging facility. We're going to provide MRI scans, PET scans, CT, general x-ray, floral, and ultrasound. So instead of having to go into the hospital to get your study, you can go into an outpatient which is on the south side of the hospital. It will be known at, as MSU Healthcare at McLaren. Uh, we're very excited. We're going to get all brand new equipment. It's going to be great for the community. So uh, with that in mind, obviously, you know, everybody is familiar with Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Every October, we see pink everywhere, and that's great. And it's always, uh, it seems like it's getting bigger every year, right? And it's um, more pervasive. We're seeing more and more pink throughout, whether it's football season or on the highways, on the billboards, which is a great thing. But um, what do you think is, is the main takeaway from breast cancer awareness? Because sometimes maybe all these commercials and ads, the real message gets lost in, in the fuzz a little bit, right? Right. Well, I think in today's environment, women 
need to take care of themselves. And we're sometimes the last thing that we think of between taking care of husbands and kids and jobs, but we really do need to be proactive in our own health. And we need to follow the recommendations of our healthcare providers, and we need to listen to our bodies. And we need to take that moment to get our mammograms. And we also need to take that moment when you're with a group of friends to mention it and have it be a topic of conversation. So speaking of, of mammograms, I think that's what most people associate uh, being proactive about breast cancer means. But there's a ton of other services available at the new Breast Cancer Imaging Center at uh, the the joint venture between MSU and McLaren at the new McLaren Hospital, isn't there? There is. So not only do we do imaging there of the breast, we do mammograms, we do ultrasounds, we do biopsies if they're needed. We also do bone density scans to help women know how many minerals they have in their bones and to be proactive if they need to change their diet, if they need to exercise more, or if they do need medical intervention so that as they age, their bones stay sturdy. We also have a embedded breast clinic that is manned by surgeons that if women have something that is found on a mammogram and it needs to be investigated further with a biopsy, you can do everything all in one roof. You don't need to go all around town to find different places to go or find a surgeon here and drive over there. McLaren and MSU have created an environment that's inclusive for you so you can get everything under one roof. Yeah, what, what a great new asset to the community, um, and especially, you know, health always uh, at the fore of, of everyone's minds. But um, as we talked about with, with breast cancer, it's all about proactivity and awareness. So in that vein, let's talk about that a little bit, because um, I'm not a woman, but I've, I've seen the messaging about this, and uh, every commercial or ad I see always has something, some recommendation about women over X age should talk to their doctor about setting up screening. But that's not really an all-size or that's not really a one-size-fits-all kind of solution, is it? It's not. I think every woman is different depending upon your genetic background. At MSU Surgery, um, through MSU Healthcare, we do have a geneticist. And if your family members have cancer, you're more predisposed to getting it. So sometimes they want to start monitoring you earlier than what the recommendations say. And it's all dependent upon your family history, your history, your own body, and we can help you with that. When you're younger, we don't really want to radiate you with mammograms, so we will use ultrasound and we'll use MRI and we can screen your breasts that way. And then as you age, then they introduce the mammograms. And sometimes, depending upon your genetic predisposition, or uh, your own history, they may have you do all three things at different time points throughout the year so you're constantly being screened because early detection is what saves lives. And that's what the new Breast Cancer Imaging Center at uh, the new McLaren Hospital with MSU is doing, right? We're ultimately saving more lives. What a great new asset to the community, and we're so glad to have it, uh, just like we're glad to have you here today. So thank you uh, again to Colleen Hoffman. She's the radiology administrator for MSU Healthcare, part of the venture between MSU and McLaren Hospital. Thanks for your time today. Thank you so much for the opportunity. The White Law PLLC tailgate show. So happy to have so many great sponsors like MSU Healthcare Sports Medicine. But now we're joined by the eponymous sponsor of the White Law PLLC tailgate show. It's Jamie White of White Law PLLC. Yeah, Dave, Jamie, why don't you Jamie White, White Law PLC. This would not be uh, possible 
uh, if his law firm now, this is the third year that they have been a major sponsor for our tailgate. Good afternoon, Mr. White. You're on the tailgate show, your tailgate show. How are you? I'm great, Dave. How are you, man? This man, I... this man is, uh, Brandon, he is a solid sportsman, loves fishing, loves hunting, and just loves being a great attorney in his firm to help people out. Yeah, one hell of a lawyer. I'm fami- I used to be a uh, courts and cops reporter for MLive.com. I covered many of your cases. And then I remember um, we had him on one of my shows in the past when the Floyd Mayweather-Pacquiao fight right. fuffle went down and you were representing people who you know, got a little screwed over by that. So a lot of very people. Familiar. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. It's always a pleasure uh, to work with you guys. And, um, you know, this is a big day. A lot of people are coming back. I know you, you just retired, Dave. Well, no, I didn't retire. No. I just, <laughs> what I did is I moved to another state, and I just, just sort of, I just sort of, you know, hung yeah. out. Uh, and, and I came back because it's homecoming, and yeah. I, I had to touch base a little bit with these guys because, you know, the Mad Dog is the Mad Dog. Yeah. That's the way it is. But I, I, I can't thank you enough for your support of these tailgate shows, uh, of uh, MSU athletics, uh, whether it be football, basketball. You're a true Spartan. People should be very proud of what you have accomplished. And, again, you have one of the top law firms, not only in the mid-Michigan area, but in the country. Uh, you're a court TV person, and but most of all, you're a Spartan, and you're a positive Spartan uh, under negative times. Why don't you talk a little bit about your thought pattern uh, from watching Michigan State football from last year to this year? Yeah, so I think we all had, you know, a real sense of optimism based on what occurred last year. Uh, you know, it was fun. It was great to watch. It was great to see Mel have some success. Uh, obviously, it's not going as everybody had hoped for this year. But I think when you look at last year's season in some perspective, you know, they were still dealing with a relatively uh, decent recruits, but there weren't any four stars, five stars, and then they had the, the transfer portal. And when you look at that year, Dave, I mean, they lost, they won a couple games really by the skin of their teeth, you know, and then they had Kenneth Walker in the mix. So it's like those var- those variables are important to take into consideration, and, uh, and I, I just hope people will keep this year in perspective because I think it's a program that's growing. Uh, I think Tucker's a great coach, and uh, we just got to let this thing fester a little bit more. Yeah, I believe it. Brandon, I mean, you can jump in here. Jamie White is our guest on the White Law PLC tailgate uh, show here live on campus. The only one that we're doing live, and I'm fortunate that I got an opportunity to come back and do this with Tim and Brandon and have really fine individuals like you join us. And whether it be a little bit chilly, but it's still pretty damn nice uh, day it's not raining it's not ice so you know it it really so brandon i mean you you had another life before you got into this radio thing again in your second tier but you uh were a court reporter so you covered a little bit you didn't know that so you just told jamie that go ahead talk a little bit about that several of your cases i can't remember them off the top sure but uh um actually you're wearing an msu college of law right is so when you graduated was it still the detroit college of law yeah you're gauging me, Brandon. <laughs> well, that's when I was there. Too. Yeah, no, but it was. I was actually the first graduating class in the year of 2000 here on campus. The building was still under construction, and it was still called the Detroit College of Law at Michigan State University. Um, and, you know, they've since obviously synchronized those two and it's become observed by Michigan State University. Yeah, because it was the Detroit College of Law for what, like the first 30 or so years that it was on campus? Well, no, I think um, the Detroit College of Law had been around for a significant period of time, but once they 
merged with Michigan State to some degree. It probably took about 10 years for that moniker to fall off. Um, a lot of good history there. A lot of great lawyers came out of it. But I think to Michigan State's benefit, they've been able to absorb that entity and um, create some great lawyers. Yeah, and have its own full law college. Exactly. Um, and it's I know it's still relatively young, and that's the problem, right? In the law college game, you're going up against a lot of these law schools that have been around for maybe 100 plus years. Uh, MSU's is younger, but it, every year I see it's getting better, it's getting bigger, higher profile, attracting more people. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know, you got to be careful with those national ranking systems when it comes to graduate schools and that sort of thing. You know, i be honest with you, I don't even really look at people's grade point averages when I uh, interview them or where they went to school. I'm more interested in like their ability to communicate sure. and, and apply. Um, it's all about communication, that's man. Right. People yeah. forget about communication. When you have communication breakdown, you don't need L.A. Zeppelin to tell you. You have communication breakdown, you got a problem. Right. Everybody's got to know left and right. Speaking of Jamie White, you know, Jamie, uh, we forged a great friendship, and, and what you've accomplished is pretty incredible. So I want you to tell people, because it's transitional in this area, if somebody's having some sort of situation legally that they have a question about, a coworker, a friend, a relative, tell people how they can get a hold of your firm, and you know, like you always say, we'll do, we'll go the extra length right. to to you as a client. Go ahead. Yeah. So you know, the important thing is just you know whether it's me or whoever to get competent. Um, consultation from a reputable attorney you know the internet a lot of people are relying on that but make sure you're reaching out in the community and finding out who is going to be um, competent to accomplish your problem uh, we're certainly available Dave you know uh, whitelawplc.com uh, you know we love to work with people in the community we love to work with you and um, we're here to help folks if they need it all right we will take a T.O. I'll let Brandon take us out of here because he's steering this ship well, thanks to Jamie White, we of course. Thank, yeah, I was going to say we want to thank Jamie White. We want to thank Jamie White for sponsoring these tailgates the last three years. He is a wonderful guy. His firm will go to bat for you, and uh, he's a true Spartan. It's a true, really good, special individual, and thank you. Thank you, Mr. Absolutely. White. Thank you, guys. And thank you for your support of the tailgate show. And uh, Speaking of, it's the White Law PLLC tailgate show back after these words. Don't let us for 1240 WJIM Traffic Center. Driven by Shaheen Chevrolet and Cadillac. Relax and enjoy the Shaheen difference. 496 eastbound, still slower than normal between Waverly Road and the start of the road closure at Martin Luther King Boulevard. That road closure between MLK and Penn still going to be active until early November at the least. If you're coming in from the east side, uh, coming in off of uh, Grand River, well, probably going to have to find an alternate route. Uh, because Grand River between Mohawk and Cornell Roads, single lane closure, that's for another couple of weeks. And just west of there, Okemos Road is closed at Grand River. Construction going on there. Take the posted detours in both instances. Uh, right now, taking a look at uh, the uh, weather. Right now, sun's trying to peek through. It is 48 degrees right now. It's going to be mostly sunny when we get to game time, game time, a high temperature in the low 50s. West winds right around 15 miles an hour or so, gusting as high as 25 miles an hour. So, you know, that'll likely affect the game today. Your game day travel update is brought to you by Shaheen Chevrolet and Cadillac. Relax and enjoy the Shaheen difference.
This is the White Law PLLC Telgate Show on Lansing's Big Talker, 1240 WJIM, Classic Rock, 94.9 MMQ, and special game day edition of The Game, 7.30 a.m. Today's broadcast is brought to you by White Law PLLC, Shaheen Chevrolet, Price Right Auto and RV, Blue Moon Belgian White, the official craft beer of MSU Athletics, and MSU Healthcare. Now, let's talk to the Dean of Sports, Tim Stout, offensive-minded host, Beanie Howell, and a special guest appearance from David, the Mad Dog DeMarco, from the Price Right Auto and RV Studios. Welcome back to the White Law PLLC Tailgate Show, special homecoming edition on 1240 WJIM, Lansing's Big Talker, Classic Rock 94.9 MMQ, and the game 7.30 a.m. Coming to you live from the Price Right RV Mobile Studio, located just outside the southwest corner of Spartan Stadium. Come see us. Uh, also brought to you by Blue Moon Belgian White, Shaheen Chevrolet and Cadillac, MSU Healthcare Sports Medicine, Doubting Industries, Shupan and Sons Recycling Industrial Services, Gravity Smokehouse, and MSU Federal Credit Union. Now it's time for our defensive keys. Here's the Dean of Sports, Tim Stout. All right, today's defensive keys are brought to you by Gazelle Wealth Management. What's the one problem Michigan State has had in all these four losses? No pressure on the quarterback. Michigan State has not been able to get to these four quarterbacks in these four losses. I maintain Graham Mertz, the veteran quarterback for Wisconsin today, who had a big day last day at Northwestern. He had five touchdown passes in that game. However, I think if Michigan State can get any kind of pressure on him today and get him out of his rhythm, that is an enormous key more than anything else for them. Too many quarterbacks have had too many big days against Michigan State's secondary, and while the secondary gets a lot of criticism, much of it deserved, it's still a chance where quarterbacks on these other teams have had a chance to set up, set up, set up, and then deliver the ball, and certainly that was the case with C.J. Stroud of Ohio State last week, but nobody has ever gotten any kind of tough pressure on the quarterback. Now, whether Michigan State's got enough guys that can do it, or whether they got guys can make those kind of plays today, I claim it's the number one defensive key to Michigan State having a chance to win today. Defensive keys have been brought to you by Gazelle Wealth Management. Gazelle takes a long term view using prudent risk management. Call Joe Gazelle today at 336-7200 336-7200 or visit Gazelle Wealth Management online at GazelleWealth G-A-Z-A-L-L GazelleWealth.com There you go boys. Thanks, that was Tim. great. Joe um, Gazelle's a great guy and thank him for the defensive keys. He's been sponsoring it for a long time and of course Jamie White was just with us and he sponsors the offensive keys and we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for sponsors and Tim Stout can tell you it's all about the sponsors. Yeah, uh, I, I think this is, uh, a, I mean, this is a great event today because we've had so many different sponsors with us here today, yeah. so that's been terrific all the way around, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it is. Let's so, take a look at the top 25 scoreboard, yeah, guys, and let's just kind of riff on those, okay? Just because we're up against time. So we'll go to the big one in the Big Ten right now in Ann Arbor. It's at halftime. Penn State had come back to take a 14-3 lead. It's 16-14 Michigan now at the half. The Wolverines kicking a field goal as time expired right before the second quarter ended. Moving into SEC. You got anything to say on that? Yeah, Michigan's got got to get touchdowns. They've moved the ball, but they can't get into the end zone. I mean, they've had to kick three field goals. By the way, it was 14-13. 
not 14-3. No, yeah, it was 14-13. Yeah, Sorry, it was. Brad. Did I say that? Yeah, 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 that's what it was. 14-13. Yeah. So at any rate, so they kicked, but but they've gone down there, but they haven't cashed in. So Penn State, who's given up a lot of yards in this game so far, but but they're only two down. Well, okay, I mean, anybody's game in the second half. They try to get Michigan as an upper echelon team in this country. Now they're playing a team that's given them some steam, and uh, we'll see how it ends up. I, I just. You know, I know in this area, the SEC takes a lot of gas because they don't play these games in cold weather. But I'll tell you this, being down in SEC uh, country now, they, they the football players are down there. They just are, and they stay there. That's, that's I don't that. blame them. I don't blame them. <laughs> <laughs> After going there and being there for five months and coming back, I, I know why they stay there and why they – but, you know, you look at Stroud came from, uh, what, Rancho Cucamonga, California, to Ohio State. Bryce Young is from Pasadena. I mean, Day has got football players. Nick gets football players. Kirby gets football players. They get them from all over the country because they've made it a draw for just a great program. All right, before we move on from this game, you just got to think, like, the longer Penn State hangs around, especially with a veteran quarterback yeah. who's in, like, his 12th year or whatever He's been there is. a long time. Yeah, the He's... longer they stick around, they can cover. That, that's... <laughs> and I got Michigan <laughs> minus a lot seven of time, and a half. It's like the late Skip Mackles used to say, it's not if you win, it's what but it's cover. if you cover. That's exactly right. Moving to... Dave's now native SEC country, where number nine Ole Miss has an 11-point lead over Auburn at the half, 28 to 17. Thoughts there? What do you guys make of Ole Miss? You believers? Absolutely. No, they they have a good team, but very still, good team. They, they have a good team, but the bottom line is Auburn is down. They've been down. I know that because I'm down there with Auburn in Alabama. Ole Miss is a good team. They're getting better. In uh, Mississippi State is a good team. And they're getting better with their head coach. I think the SEC is light years ahead of the other four it's not, power it's fives. It's not close. Light it's, years. It's, 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 Nobody's close to the like, SEC. Well, what about beyond the top tier? Don't you think the the, the middle and rest of the SEC is commensurate? Yes. Yeah, no, no, it is. Yeah, it's just it the, is. the ones at the top no, no, are no, no, it is. so far. I mean, there are a lot of teams at the you top tier. you got Vanderbilt. you got, you know, if Kentucky, Kentucky, they're better. I don't buy Kentucky. Around. Old they're, Miss took care of them. They are, but well, they're I mean, better. If, if you're playing another team in a league, and they, I mean, you're I'm just not a believer in these basketball schools this year. But I look at Ohio State, too, in the Big Ten, and, and what uh, uh, Ryan Day has done, you get quarterbacks, and it makes a difference. Well, Stroud, and then you have the wide receiving core. Uh, Travion is from... Uh, Henderson, he's from Marietta, Georgia. There's That's what I'm saying. There's to players point, all over this country. SEC is the best league, but uh, to me, Ohio State's good enough to win the national no, title. No, they are. They are. Absolutely. Not just watching them against Michigan State, but they are. They would give Alabama, Georgia all they want. Well, I, I want to wish Iowa luck next week because they're going <laughs> to the shoe. Yeah. Hey, before we off move a, on. Off a week's rest for the Bucks. Before we move on to this one, uh, about Auburn. Is Deion Sanders the coach next season? You know, a lot of stuff has been going on around. I mean, they had. The, I don't see that. You know, he's you know, waiting for Florida State to open. That might be open too. No, well, he, that would to me would make more. He sense. He would go to Florida State, and he would he would bring a lot of great football players there because he's the goat. He got the number one player to come to a historically black college, Jackson not, State. Yeah, FBS. You know, I mean, he came there. I, I was in Jackson, Mississippi, last April, and in. You know, you look at Walter Payton came out of there. I, I, I'm not sure if Lem Barney came out of there, yeah. but I do know this. If he goes to Florida State, he'll make a difference. 
All right, let's move on to the Big 12. Oklahoma, who's lost three games in a row. Oh, wait a minute. You got, what about Minnesota, Illinois? I've got, I'm getting, you want to go there next? Oh, well, I was just saying you mentioned the Big 10. Sure, let's go there. Uh, Champaign Urbana, where the Illini are up 20 to 14. The number 24 Illini are up 20 to 14 halfway through the third quarter. Surprise? Well, the game's not over yet, and I picked Minnesota. But all I think about when I hear about Illinois is that Michigan State's got to play there the week after the Michigan game. And I usually think whether you win or lose the Michigan game, the next week's a letdown. And letting down at Illinois could be a tough time to do it this year. they got, they got tough games left. That's why today, to me, is just so pivotal for them one way or the other. I mean, if they lose this today, to your points... Earlier in the show today, batting it down, baby. What is it now? I've told this gentleman. 20 to 14, Illinois, halfway through the third quarter. Well, I mean, Bielema, if he has success there, will he leave? Big Ten Coach of the Year candidate? For I, sure. Oh, absolutely. No, no, yeah, he has to be up for that. Do you do you realize if it weren't for one play that they're 6-0 right yeah. now, going for 7-0? No. no. And well, what I mean, would we be saying then? I thought well, they gave away the Indiana game, and yeah, over time they just gave it yeah, away. Exactly. So if Alvarez would have helped him out a little bit at Wisconsin, he still would be there. Yeah, I think so. Okay, there's no getting around. He goes to Arkansas. Danny Enos is his offensive coordinator. It blew up in his face there. Then he was, a, I think... I don't know what he, he did with Patriots. yeah with Belichick. He wanted to get back. He's a good coach, and you know, thing is, would when Kurt Ferris, when has he done? Would he take over? He played at Iowa. Yeah, that's true. Would he go? Would he go to take over for Kurt Ferris? I think that would make sense, and I think a lot of Iowa fans would like to have an offense that does more than punt. Yeah, the punt. And, I mean, he's been there a long time. It's time for Ferentz to start thinking about that. All right, let's move to the Big 12. Uh, Talking about basketball schools, Oklahoma's lost three in a row for the first time since, I don't know, maybe – Tim, can you remember Oklahoma ever losing three in a row? Well, I not can't. after the start they got, because you know, in prime time they went to Nebraska and won forty-nine to seven. And I know it's Nebraska, but on the other hand, Oklahoma really looked good that day. Although I liked Oklahoma big in this game because I think Kansas is on borrowed time. They're better than they used to be. Right, they are. But they finally lost last week to TCU, and you know Oklahoma going home is going to play a lot better than it has a lot, just on pride alone. And they were up that I saw thirty-five to twenty. Yes, thirty-five twenty-one. But we also need to mention that Kansas is. Stud quarterback who's been excellent all year got hurt he, last he week. He got hurt. That's well, the that's difference. Just, that's but they are, but they are better. They are. It's, I mean, it's, they they that are. coach is supposed. Lance Leipold is supposed to be the next Nebraska coach. They you are that because he um, has Nebraska. He was a assistant under Solich may, maybe at Nebraska. Maybe he also has Wisconsin ties in case they don't go the Jim Leonard. They'll go Jim Leonard. Unless he gets blown out the rest of the season or he gets blown out today. Yeah, but if he wants to help Hell, himself get that job, he, he has to win he, here today. He's got to, that's right. Kansas, though, making a multi, multi-million dollar investment in a new football facility. They say they're being serious about football for the first time, maybe since Dr. Naismith invented the game down there. Yeah, I saw that last week game day with a self. And how self is even employed as a basketball coach is pretty hilarious. But you they mean the are, reigning the national champion? Yeah, the reigning. Yeah, reigning is a, is a good word. Hey, I'm not going to speak ill of Kansas. Did you guys know I'm a KU alum? No, no, I know you are. Yeah, I've I seen the documents. <laughs> so you know all about cheating. Hey, all I'm going to say is, <laughs> unlike allegedly many KU alumni, I was not compensated by Adidas to matriculate there. All right. Yeah, okay. Moving on elsewhere in the Big 12. Well, then you should have been. <laughs> right. What, a, what was I doing? I know. No kidding. 
Too bad I can't shoot a basketball. Uh, last one we'll look at in the top. This is the last top 25 action going on right now. It's at the half in Austin. Number 22, Texas, enjoying a 14-7 lead over Iowa State. That's the best team in the Big 12. Well, Sarkeesian, listen, Texas. Listen, Texas. I, I believe this, guys. When they played Alabama, the, the second game, third game, whatever it was, if, if Ewers wouldn't have got hurt, they would have beat Alabama. I mean, Ewers is well, a good. Well, ask Oklahoma about him because he came back last week. Ewers is a really good. Well, that's why he had a million two in NIL, and then Stroud beat him out. That's why yep. he'd gone to Texas. Yeah. Do we like? Let's talk about that story for. I got, no one talks about this, but this kid was like the top-rated player in the state of Texas. He commits to Ohio State and goes there for one year. Yeah. But it's because, not because he wanted to play at Ohio State. It's because there's a law in the books, the way NIL works is it's up to the state laws, right? The state law at the time in the state of Texas would not allow him to collect in an NIL deal while he was still a high school player. Sure. So he commits to Ohio State, gets the million-dollar NIL deal, yeah. transfers back to Texas when he can collect the NIL there. you got to you gotta love that. No, that's, no, just a, the, he, that's just a good game plan. Well, no, he did the, see, the thing is. Now, that's a game plan. You, yours was the shoe-in, but he, nobody knew Strahd was going to be as quarterback he is, struggle will win the uh, Heisman this year. I believe that, unless he gets hurt. Well, the way he's going, he's he's, he's hot. He's, he's, look, I mean, last week I thought that was pretty he, strong. Stroud might be the first guy selected in the first round. It'd be like Stroud, Bryce Young, and then Will Anderson, uh, Jr. From that's what I think the the draft order will be. Tim says Texas is the best, best team, team in the in Big, Big Twelve. 12 yeah. Well, another team in Texas may have something to say about that. They're the undefeated Horned Frogs well, of Texas. They're, 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 they're underrated people. I was going to say that when you said t- TCU. When do they play each other? They're November twelfth. Yeah, and really? it's in Austin. That's going to be Sarkeesian's done a really good job. They wanted Urban Meyer to be the head coach, and then if Urban, of course, went to Jacksonville, Sarkeesian was their second or third choice. You know, Sarkeesian had to clean up his act, and Nick got him clean, and what he did there as offensive coordinator for two years. And and you look at uh, Bill O'Brien, and people are gassing him, but Bill O'Brien's done a really good job. But when you have the players at Alabama, it's a fun deal to be the offensive coordinator there because you got three or four deep at every position offensively and offensive line-wise. I got an update from Ann Arbor where Penn State took the opening possession down for a field goal. Big 10, baby. They've regained the lead. 17-16, Nittany Lions in Ann Arbor Does with 13 left. Does it help Michigan left. State Third. if Penn State beats Michigan today or not? I don't think it does it make it does it matter? I mean Michigan State's gotta worry about Michigan State first, right? Yeah, I mean when they're gonna say the Michigan Michigan State rivalry it, 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 this this what what it, I don't know, but it I, sounds like McCarthy's finally gonna have to play under pressure. Well in McNamara, I can't see him coming back. I, I tell you right now, not after what you know, some of the things that Jim said about him, he goes, He reminds me of me and this, that and whatever. McNamara could go to half the schools in this country and be a starter right yeah. now. Yeah, where will he be next year? Tom says he could be the starting quarterback for your fighting Irish of Notre no, Dame. No, no, that, that right? That's, that, I, I was going to actually say, ND, could, that's a good fit for him. Sure, yeah. Um, let's look at other top 25 What if he up? just beats out McCarthy straight out and starts next year at Michigan? Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, uh, I tell McCarthy to rally and win today. I don't think that's going to happen. Man, you're right, though, Tim. When he went down a couple of weeks ago, Tim said, you got to get McNamara back. No, 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 yeah. I mean, you got to have two good quarterbacks. It's in college, favor, though. college and pro. But see, a lot of guys are saying, you know what the hell with that? I'm leaving. I want to go play. But imagine, like, this game's going on right now. We're not watching. I'm sure the crowd in Ann Arbor is getting angsty and upset that the offense isn't over the top like they've been expecting. So if McNamara were prowling those sidelines healthy, they're yeah. 
might be a cold no, there will, there will be there will be people saying that because people want to win at all costs. To salute Dwayne Vern and how about the strolling minstrel Spartans yeah. are back how here. We them? can't get them inside the studio, but we can get them on campus. Come on in, boys. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll they, give them a few minutes they to don't, set up. They, the repertoire, what? they don't have a lot of different songs, but there's one they do know real well. Hey, do you guys know clear. I'm an SMB alum? Yeah. I played trombone in the SMB. I was a trombone player. How about that? You guys take this requests? guy was one of my professors in the J School yeah. back in the day. Good to see you, Bob. All right. And you passed him? <laughs> Are you guys ready? Whenever you're ready. Yeah, do Go your for thing. It. better way to go to break. You guys knew that he was a band member. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm one of you. Yeah, Why yeah. am I not? I should yeah. call my trombone. Yeah, and look how he made, look how, look what it did for him. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that'll take us, that's a great play. We can't stop that. We're back Thank in a you couple guys. minutes on the White Law PLLC tailgate show. Back I think after that they, they miss us. There's no question. They miss us. Lance. 1240 WJIM Traffic Center. Driven by Shaheen Chevrolet and Cadillac. Relax and enjoy the Shaheen difference. Taking a look at your uh, traffic and weather one more time. Again, 496 eastbound, slower than normal between uh, Waverly Road and the start of the road closure at Martin Luther King Boulevard. Between MLK and Penn on 496, both directions, that is closed. Take the posted detours uh, in the area. That'll be an active for several more weeks. You're coming in from the east to uh, watch the game today. Grand River Avenue, uh, both directions between Mohawk and Cornell Road. Single lane closure that's uh, for another couple of weeks. And just west of there, Okemos Road is closed at Grand River. And uh, that's for another couple of weeks. Take the posted detours in uh, those areas. Right now, 48 degrees, mostly cloudy. Although the sun, ah, sun's peeking through right now. It'll be mostly sunny. It's going to clear up and be real nice this afternoon. Going to be cool, though. High temperature in the low 50s. Winds, gust, uh, winds are at 15 miles an hour, gusting to around 25 miles an hour. Shaheen Chevrolet and Cadillac is sponsoring your game day travel update. Relax and enjoy the Shaheen difference. This is the White Law PLLC Tellgate Show on Lansing's Big Talker, 1240 WJIM, Classic Rock, 94.9 MMQ, and special game day edition of The Game, 7.30 a.m. Today's broadcast is brought to you by White Law PLLC, Shaheen Chevrolet, Price Wright Auto and RV, Blue Moon Belgian White, the official craft beer of MSU Athletics, and MSU Healthcare. Now, let's talk to the Dean of Sports, Tim Stout, offensive-minded host, Beanie Howell, and a special guest appearance from David, the Mad Dog DeMarco, from the Price Right Auto and RV Studios. 
Welcome back. White Law PLLC Tailgate Show. The last segment here, last lap, a special homecoming edition of the show here on 1240 WGIM Lansing's Big Talker, Classic Rock 94.9 MMQ, and the game 7.30 a.m. live at the southwest corner of Spartan Stadium right outside the press box area. Also brought to you by Blue Moon Belgian White, Dart Bank Mortgage Joe Sambear, Ameriprise Financial Craig Styles, DBI We Do Office, High Caliber Carding and Entertainment, The Student Bookstore, The Nut House, and Gazelle Wealth Management. All right, real quick before we wrap it up, we'll give our predictions here on Michigan State, Wisconsin. Uh, take another look at Ann Arbor. It's still 17-16 Penn State ahead, about 13 minutes left last I saw in the third quarter. Um, I know Tim is apoplectic because he had the Wolverines covering the 7.5. It's not looking so good right now. But, Tim, I just wanted to let you know I had some numbers that will make you feel pretty good. Penn State under James Franklin versus ranked teams 11-20. and 20. Penn State under James Franklin versus top 10 teams 2-13. and 13. Don't look at me. I took Michigan. I, I don't Damn, know you like Franklin. Nine straight losses in these top 10 games under James Franklin. In true road games versus the top 10, they're 0-7, 2-5 against the spread. I think the number, that's good news for you. I think the number that's more significant is 17-16, Penn State leads. It definitely is. It is. It is. That shocks me because, listen What was list. the number there, 7? They were getting about a half. Yeah, that, that's a good but number. There's, a, there's almost a whole half to go, though. Yeah, that's true. But it is still shocking because of this. Penn State's last two trips to Ann Arbor against a, a top 10 Michigan team combined losing score 91 to 17. Well, Michigan State's there to end it all. You know the, they got 17 already today. You know the problem with Alabama? I can't sports bet there. They don't even have lottery in Alabama. Really? Yeah, yeah. They don't even have lottery. You can't buy liquor on Sundays. Well, you that's, can't buy liquor till 11:30 every day. Tim, you'd be in problems. You should have known all that before you moved on, or you never would have left. No, it's it's good. It's a it's a good. They have no bottle return, but yeah, I can't sports bet, and it really is stinks. Because That'll change. It will change. Might take a couple years. You know, on my podcast, I'm going to have down not too long. You know, I'm going to be involved. With, you know, some of the guys that used to come on the show, but uh, yeah, I miss sports betting a lot because you know you know how to do it. How you doing so far this year, Tim? Uh, uh, well, there are a couple of these teams that are just so doggone hard to figure. I mean, just and even the small, because I'm in a pool where you got to pick ten games, sure. number them one to ten on the confidence pool, and some of the loss. Well, just the other night, I mean, that team uh, Marshall who won at Notre Dame mm-hmm. lost at home to Louisiana, given ten and a half. I mean, how, how, explain that. Uh, it's injury. Marshall wins at Notre Dame sure. and loses right. at home to Louisiana. For their third loss. Yep. You know what else has really screwed this up is the transfer portal, especially early in the season. It's hard to handicap because games got, No, no, it, it the is. The rosters change over like the NFL now. Like I said, the quarterbacks make such a difference. I really believed that Peyton Thorne would be a much better quarterback this year. Me too. You can blame it on this. You can blame it on that. Injuries. Hey, man, this is the way it is. If he's injured, then don't play. I mean, you know, if you're going to be a detriment to the offense, I mean, if he's that hurt, then he shouldn't play. Got an update out of Ann Arbor where Michigan has scored and got a two-point conversion. Ooh. They're now up 24-17, just a hair from uh, covering half him. a point away from glory. Penn State, uh, second and two on their own 33. Although, you know what my 10-point game is this week? State getting seven and a half. Well, speaking of that, 
solid transition. You, you know, you think you would think that, really, you would think that, yeah. but then they could get beat by three touchdowns. If they, if they, uh, uh, yeah, they could. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they could. I don't am doing it, but I've gone by. Ask Brock. I've gone by five words the whole year. They can't be that bad. That's <laughs> Let's, been my. That's been my in-depth analysis. Let's dig in with some of that in-depth analysis on Michigan State and Wisconsin. Brock's back in the studio doing the Lord's work. Brock, hit us with a little bit of that on Wisconsin fight song to set the mood here and maybe piss off everyone in the area. Sea bush. <laughs> anyway, let's do it. Jeff Hager, sea bush. Let's get to our predictions here. Who wants to go first, the dean or the dog? Let dean. He's the uh, elder states. I've, I've been ridiculed for saying state 31 to 13. I just think there's so many games that don't make any sense whatsoever, and I think they're, I just think they're due to have a game today where Wisconsin just doesn't get it done. But I don't have many people that agree with that. Dog? Um, I'll say 24-20, Michigan State. Um, Deans was 31-13, palindrome score. I just Is Michigan State capable of scoring 31 points? Yeah, I think so. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Jim, Jim Leonard was a pretty good linebacker at Wisconsin. He played in the NFL. He's a defensive-minded coach. But then again, Tucker's a defensive-minded coach, yeah. and he's the cornerback coach, and they can't cover anybody. Right. Shouldn't you be able to win by 18 points over a team that fired the coach two weeks ago? But maybe not. I don't know. I just I think they have better players than State, though, in a lot of key they areas. Do. They do. Well, look, they played much better last week. I think when, the, when Chris got fired, I think they had hurt Michigan State's chances today because that rejuvenated. To Wisconsin, they like the guy no, who's no. there. I think they think this guy's their future, and they know if they want this guy to get the job, better win for him. And coming in here today and beating a team that's two and four with four straight losses is in disarray. Yeah. Beat them, all right. And and then you know Wisconsin kind of feels a little bit better about himself. So we'll see. That's not lip service what he just said. I I'm in total agreement with what you yeah. just said. You in in 26 years working with you, we only had a couple, and this is one of them because I that's exactly correct. They're a rejuvenated team under Leonard's guidance. Yeah, and there's that circle the wagons effect when you yeah. change coaches and all that's that. That's correct. Um, I'm looking at the the line here. Last I saw seven and a half. I have a huge problem with that because until Wisconsin clobbered a really bad northwestern team i i can't i can't rationalize making them a seven and a half road favorite anywhere i can't either so why would that change anything it's northwestern they're bad this year it's like a betting friend of mine said this week somebody knows something in vegas good point and let's talk about that well i mean they're they're playing at home but we saw that game against minnesota and it was like they didn't even show up are they going to show up is offensively and defensively. You both do the keys. Tim does I think keys. The key I do for the them keys. Also today is they got to get off to a good start. Yeah, that's well. That's what I said. They have to. The offense has to get off the, the Schneid right at the beginning. They need to score a touchdown in the first sequence. They you know, do. Uh, how many times when they've played this season has it been automatic four down territory because they're so far behind? That's right. So they got to go for it. And the other thing is, is they got to have a game plan where actually running the ball means something mm. as opposed to yeah. we got to throw on every down because we're so far behind. Right. They had seven yards rushing against Ohio State, although that's a little misleading because there were so many sacks on Thorne. And by the way, you know, it just takes one bad hit and he's out of there. I'm not quite the same on this Noah Kim because I don't know about him enough yet because all of his performance has been in garbage yeah, time. It has been. But he's had, the, and he's had the first string offensive line with him, but he does have enough experience. However, if he struggles today, I would not be you, shocked you, if uh, Kim You've got to go in another game. direction. Hey, you just yeah. have let's, to. let's talk about this, though. This is one thing I don't think is getting enough play. Uh, Michigan State, I think, could have the wounded animal, dangerous yeah. kind of team <laughs> yeah. effect because, and this is important, those players haven't quit. 
They no, have no, not no, quit. No, they haven't. They haven't quit. And they, no players have gotten into trouble when they're not playing either. Not yeah. yet. That we, know, that we know of. Not yet. I hate to I hate to bring something like out of the track, but that's that's factual. This game is so damn hard to pick. Like I want to say, seven and a half is a crazy number and crazy value for Michigan State getting it at home on homecoming in like a sort of Custer's last. Well, he's got to get into Thorne's got to get into a rhythm. He's got you know, whether he passes the beginning. Are they going to get a Berger or Bruce Sider? Are they going to get instead of and, and, and again we've asked where's Collins? Why isn't he playing? Go ahead. I didn't mean to. No, that's okay. It's just it's hard. I want to take that seven and a half seems like such great value for State at home with, with their back up against the wall because if they lose today, kiss a bowl game goodbye and those extra practices and all of that. Yeah. But there's this. They've lost four straight games by double digits. They've gotten buried. Yeah. I know. So how can I pick them? They you got know? they got buried. I'm the, not, only thing you, the only thing you can in, in their column is homecoming. And because their backs are against the wall, yeah. Wisconsin isn't a super-duper team. You look at, compare them, both of them. If they were playing in Camp Randall, I'd say no way. But you know playing that. at Spartan Stadium could make a difference. And, you know, these guys got to have a little bit I of wonder, confidence. will the wind make a difference? That, that's what I said. The, the, the weather. But you don't know which way. Damn. You just don't know which way. I know one thing, though. If this Behringer is punting downwind, I don't know what the NCAA record is for the longest punt. But if he's punting downwind with this his, wind. His longest, I think, is 70. And he's leading the nation. Yeah. yeah. If he's punting downwind He'll today, get the Ray Guy Award. That's going to help his number. Out of the Raiders. I There's think your... I could contend for the Ray Guy punting downwind <laughs> in this wind today. You're, your you're an upwind punch. guy. All right. Well, so you've got Dave down for state, Tim down for state. You, you, I, I can't go, do you it. you got to go, man. i got to go. i got to go Wisconsin 30-24. Okay, so. But state covers. Well, a lot of that's people think important. that. There are a lot of people think that. A lot of people well, have you pick them. I didn't hear it. How many majority go with Wisconsin? No, it was pretty 50-50. Okay. Yeah, All right. It was, that surprised and me. And that's what ESPN, the, the thing is, it's about 50-50. But that was an improvement over the Ohio State. You pick them when two Michigan State people or people pick Michigan State. Everybody else picked the box. We're running out of time. I can't really hear the I think the music just started, so I'll run down all the sponsors. Thank you to everyone making this possible. White Law PLLC, of course, the title sponsor of the White Law PLLC tailgate show. Price Right Auto and RV. Blue Moon Belgian White. Shaheen Chevrolet and Cadillac. MSU Healthcare Sports Medicine. Dowding Industries. Shoepan and Sons Recycling Industrial Services. Gravity Smokehouse. MSU Federal Credit Union. Dart Bank Mortgage Joe Sambear. Ameriprise Financial Craig Stiles. DBI We Do Office. High Caliber Carding and Entertainment. The Student Bookstore. The Nut House. And Gazelle Wealth Management. Thanks so much to all of our great sponsors. Thank you to Tim for being here, the Dean of Sports. Thank you especially to David Mad Dog DeMarco for oh, making this. This is great, man. It's return. like deja vu. Not going there, but being here. Good to hear you and see you again. Thank you to Brock Palmbush doing the Lord's work back in the studio. Lord's work. That'll do it for the White Law PLC <laughs> tailgate show here live on the southwest corner of Spartan Stadium. We're back two weeks from today. There is no tailgate show. There's no game next week. It's a bye week. We don't know the time for the Michigan game, so just be planning for three and a half hours before kickoff to 90 minutes before kickoff. That's when you hear us on 1240 WJIM and Classic Rock 94.9 MMQ. That's it for us today. Thanks for being here. Go green.
White Law PLLC Telgate Show on Lansing's Big Talker, 1240 WJIM. Lansing. Lansing's Classic Rock, 94.9 WNNQFM. East Lansing. Game, 7.30 AM. WVFM. East Lansing. Town Square Media Stations.